Today is the 28th day of February. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian. It is fantastic to be here with you today. As we reach the uh, the ending point of the second month of the year. So when we get finished today, we will have completed two full months of the year. I am still finding that hard to believe, but this is where we are. And it's wonderful to be here with you today around the global campfire. And our next step forward leads us back into the book of Leviticus. Today, we'll read chapter 22, verse 17 through 23, verse 44. The Lord said to Moses, Speak to Aaron and his sons and to all the Israelites and say to them, If any of you, whether an Israelite or a foreigner residing in Israel, presents a gift for a burnt offering to the Lord, either to fulfill a vow or as a freewill offering, you must present a male without defect from the cattle, sheep, or goats, in order that it may be accepted on your behalf. Do not bring anything with a defect, because it will not be accepted on your behalf. When anyone brings from the herd or flock a fellowship offering to the Lord to fulfill a special vow or as a freewill offering, it must be without defect or blemish to be acceptable. Do not offer to the Lord the blind, the injured, or the maimed, or anything with warts or festering or running sores. Do not place any of these on the altar as a food offering presented to the Lord. You may, however, present as a freewill offering an ox or a sheep that is deformed or stunted, but it will not be accepted in fulfillment of a vow. You must not offer to the Lord an animal whose testicles are bruised, crushed, torn, or cut. You must not do this in your own land, and you must not accept such animals from the hand of a foreigner and offer them as the food of your God. They will not be accepted on your behalf because they are deformed and have defects. The Lord said to Moses, When a calf, a lamb, or a goat is born, it is to remain with its mother for seven days. From the eighth day on, it will be acceptable as a food offering presented to the Lord. Do not slaughter a cow or a sheep and its young on the same day. When you sacrifice a thank offering to the Lord, sacrifice it in such a way that it will be accepted on your behalf. It must be eaten that same day. Leave none of it till morning. I am the Lord. Keep my commands and follow them. I am the Lord. Do not profane my holy name, for I must be acknowledged as holy by the Israelites. I am the Lord who made you holy and who brought you out of Egypt to be your God. I am the Lord. The Lord said to Moses, Speak to the Israelites and say to them, These are my appointed festivals. 
the appointed festivals of the Lord, which you are to proclaim as sacred assemblies. There are six days when you may work, but the seventh day is a day of Sabbath rest, a day of sacred assembly. You are not to do any work. Wherever you live, it is a Sabbath to the Lord. These are the Lord's appointed festivals, the sacred assemblies you are to proclaim at their appointed times. The Lord's Passover begins at twilight on the fourteenth day of the first month. On the fifteenth day of that month, the Lord's festival of unleavened bread begins. For seven days you must eat bread made without yeast. On the first day, hold a sacred assembly and do no regular work. For seven days, present a food offering to the Lord, and on the seventh day, hold a sacred assembly and do no regular work. The Lord said to Moses, Speak to the Israelites and say to them, When you enter the land I am going to give you and you reap its harvest, bring to the priest a sheaf of the first grain you harvest. He is to wave the sheaf before the Lord so it will be accepted on your behalf. The priest is to wave it on the day after the Sabbath. On the day you wave the sheaf, you must sacrifice as a burnt offering to the Lord a lamb a year old without defect, together with its grain offering of two-tenths of an ephah of the finest flour mixed with olive oil, a food offering presented to the Lord a pleasing aroma, add its drink offering of a quarter of a hin of wine. You must not eat any bread or roasted or new grain until the very day you bring this offering to your God. This is to be a lasting ordinance for the generations to come wherever you live. From the day after the Sabbath, the day you brought the sheaf of the wave offering, Count off seven full weeks. Count off fifty days up to the day after the seventh Sabbath, and then present an offering of new grain to the Lord. From wherever you live, bring two loaves made of two-tenths of an ephah of the finest flour baked with yeast as a wave offering of first fruits to the Lord. Present with this bread seven male lambs, each a year old and without defect, one young bull and two rams. They will be a burnt offering to the Lord, together with their grain offerings and drink offerings, a food offering, an aroma pleasing to the Lord. Then sacrifice one male goat for a sin offering and two lambs, each a year old, for a fellowship offering. The priest is to wave the two lambs before the Lord as a wave offering together with the bread of the first fruits. They are a sacred offering to the Lord for the priest. On that same day you are to proclaim a sacred assembly and do no regular work. This is to be a lasting ordinance for the generations to come wherever you live. When you reap the harvest of your land, do not reap to the very edges of your field or gather the gleanings of your harvest. Leave them for the poor and for the foreigner residing among you. I am the Lord your God. The Lord said to Moses, Say to the Israelites, 
On the first day of the seventh month, you are to have a day of Sabbath rest, a sacred assembly commemorated with trumpet blasts. Do no regular work, but present a food offering to the Lord. The Lord said to Moses, The tenth day of this seventh month is the day of atonement. Hold a sacred assembly and deny yourselves and present a food offering to the Lord. Do not do any work on that day because it is the day of atonement when atonement is made for you before the Lord your God. Those who do not deny themselves on that day must be cut off from their people. I will destroy from among their people anyone who does any work on that day. You shall do no work at all. This is to be a lasting ordinance for the generations to come wherever you live. It is a day of Sabbath rest for you, and you must deny yourselves. From the evening of the ninth day of the month until the following evening, you are to observe your Sabbath. The Lord said to Moses, Say to the Israelites, On the fifteenth day of the seventh month, the Lord's festival of tabernacles begins, and it lasts for seven days. The first day is a sacred assembly. Do no regular work. For seven days present food offerings to the Lord, and on the eighth day hold a sacred assembly and present a food offering to the Lord. It is the closing special assembly. Do no regular work. These are the Lord's appointed festivals which you are to proclaim as sacred assemblies for bringing food offerings to the Lord, the burnt offerings and the grain offerings, sacrifices and drink offerings required for each day. These offerings are in addition to those for the Lord's Sabbaths and in addition to your gifts and whatever you have vowed and all the freewill offerings you give to the Lord. So beginning with the fifteenth day of the seventh month, after you have gathered the crops of the land, celebrate the festival to the Lord for seven days. The first day is a day of Sabbath rest, and the eighth day also is a day of Sabbath rest. On the first day, you are to take branches from luxuriant trees, from palms, willows, and other leafy trees, and rejoice before the Lord your God for seven days. Celebrate this as a festival to the Lord for seven days each year. This is to be a lasting ordinance for the generations to come. Celebrate it in the seventh month. Live in temporary shelters for seven days. All native-born Israelites are to live in such shelters so your descendants will know that I had the Israelites live in temporary shelters when I brought them out of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. So Moses announced to the Israelites the appointed festivals of the Lord. Mark 9, 30 through 10, 12 They left that place and passed through Galilee. Jesus did not want anyone to know where they were because he was teaching his disciples. 
He said to them, The Son of Man is going to be delivered into the hands of men. They will kill him, and after three days he will rise. But they did not understand what he meant and were afraid to ask him about it. They came to Capernaum. When he was in the house, he asked them, What were you arguing about on the road? But they kept quiet because on the way they had argued about who was the greatest. Sitting down, Jesus called the twelve and said, Anyone who wants to be first must be the very last and the servant of all. He took a little child whom he placed among them. Taking the child in his arms, he said to them, Whoever welcomes one of these little children in my name welcomes me. And whoever welcomes me does not welcome me, but the one who sent me. Teacher, said John, we saw someone driving out demons in your name and we told him to stop because he was not one of us. Do not stop him, Jesus said, for no one who does a miracle in my name can in the next moment say anything bad about me. For whoever is not against us is for us. Truly, I tell you, anyone who gives you a cup of water in my name because you belong to the Messiah will certainly not lose their reward. If anyone causes one of these little ones, those who believe in me, to stumble, it would be better for them if a large millstone were hung around their neck and they were thrown into the sea. If your hand causes you to stumble, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life maimed than with two hands to go into hell, where the fire never goes out. And if your foot causes you to stumble, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life crippled than to have two feet and be thrown into hell. And if your eye causes you to stumble, pluck it out. It is better for you to enter the kingdom of God with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into hell, where the worms that eat them do not die and the fire is not quenched. Everyone will be salted with fire. Salt is good, but if it loses its saltiness, how can you make it salty again? Have salt among yourselves and be at peace with each other. Jesus then left that place and went into the region of Judea and across the Jordan. Again, crowds of people came to him, and as was his custom, he taught them. Some Pharisees came and tested him by asking, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife? What did Moses command you? He replied. They said, Moses permitted a man to write a certificate of divorce and send her away. It was because your hearts were hard that Moses wrote you this law, Jesus replied. But at the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together... Let no one separate. When they were in the house again, the disciples asked Jesus about this. 
He answered, anyone who divorces his wife and marries another woman commits adultery against her. And if she divorces her husband and marries another man, she commits adultery. Psalm 44, 1-8 For the director of music of the sons of Korah, a masculine. We have heard it with our ears, O God. Our ancestors have told us what you did in their days and days long ago. With your hand you drove out the nations and planted our ancestors. You crushed the peoples and made our ancestors flourish. It was not by their sword that they won the land, nor did their arm bring them victory. It was your right hand, your arm, and the light of your face, for you loved them. You are my King and my God, who decrees victories for Jacob. Through you we push back our enemies. Through your name we trample our foes. I put no trust in my bow. My sword does not bring me victory, but you gave us victory over our enemies. You put our adversaries to shame. In God we make our boast all day long, and we will praise your name forever. Proverbs 10, 19. Sin is not ended by multiplying words, but the prudent hold their tongues. Okay, so in the Gospel of Mark today, we have this really brief, really poignant exchange between John, the Apostle, or disciple of Jesus, and the Savior, Jesus. And John comes to Jesus and says, Teacher, we saw someone driving out demons in your name, and we told him to stop because he was not one of us. So it's a brief exchange. Jesus responds. We'll talk about that in a second. It's a brief exchange but it's poignant because it's in the scriptures and so we need to pay attention to it, but it's poignant because what Jesus is addressing here is very much still with us today. As believers or followers or disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ, we probably know other people who are also followers of Jesus and we probably have some kind of community with those people, probably even a faith community, a church community. And so we, we kind of find what it is that sits well with us or maybe the way that we were raised. And so we kind of stick into that form and that model and build community around that. And that's not a big deal. Like there are faith communities all over the world. That's wonderful. We typically find ourselves in community with people that we understand and people who have common interests or common convictions or common beliefs. 
it just gets a little sideways in our spirituality when we begin to believe that our tribe, our community, we have we have something that nobody else does. We have the complete truth. Our tribe is doing this the right way. Our leaders have a corner on the market here. We're doing this the right way. And so then we look across the street or down the road or we look across town or we look across the country or the world and see that that there are other ways of doing things. And we don't like that and we don't agree with that. And so we dismiss that. And by dismissing that, we dismiss brothers and sisters who also are disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ, who have seen things from a different viewpoint than we have, but we dismiss them as less than because our tribe has the truth. And so whether we realize it or not, we build walls around ourselves. And then when different ways of thinking or understanding or, or whatever, different things that happen inside of community actually get inside the community, then it can split the community. Because we typically find ourselves in a battle to be right, not in a battle for redemption and reconciliation. And so in our lifetimes, we've seen plenty of churches that split apart. We've seen denominations that have split apart and broken fellowship with each other over theological understandings. And that is like willful segregation from each other. Like, are we one body or not? And so typically when there's a group of people that need to be right, they think they're the body. Everybody else needs to join in. Everybody else needs to get on board. Because we, we can't imagine that God would honor or use somebody or some group of people that don't see it the way that we do, that don't agree with, with what we think, that aren't a part of us, that aren't a part of our clan or group, which is what John is saying to Jesus Teacher, we saw someone driving out demons in your name and we told him to stop because he was not one of us. In responding to this, Jesus hands us direction. Jesus responded to John by saying, don't stop him. No one who does a miracle in my name can in the next moment say anything bad about me. For whoever is not against us is for us. Truly, I tell you, anyone who gives you even a cup of water in my name because you belong to the Messiah will certainly not lose their reward. So it just makes, it makes one wonder what the world might look like if just in this one area, we who follow Christ espoused the teaching of Christ. Because here we are in the Gospel of Mark and we still have Luke and John to go, but we're, we're well underway now. We've been walking alongside Jesus in the New Testament since we began our journey this year. 
So we're far enough in that we're getting a glimpse of who Jesus is and what he has to say. And if we're paying attention, so much of what he has to say boils down to how we are supposed to be taking care of each other. In fact, I quote from our reading in Mark today from the lips of Jesus. Anyone who wants to be first must be the very last and the servant of all. Everyone is supposed to be taking care of everyone. But so often we find ourselves segregated into camps and we'll take care of our own. But we wouldn't even give a spiritual cup of water to anyone else. This isn't how we're supposed to be. And we have a long-running history that goes all the way back to the New Testament of dealing with this right up until this very day. And the system isn't going to change because it was never really supposed to be a system. And if we look back into the Gospels at the stories of Jesus that we are walking through, Jesus wasn't trying to change the system either, even though the system was so broken that it couldn't see God right in front of their eyes that it denied the work of God and attributed it to the devil. Like Jesus didn't come to change the system. He came to change the hearts of mankind. Because when people's hearts are changed, systems change. Which lands all of this right back in our own laps where it belongs. And we're invited to think about how we may be withholding even a cup of water. And so may we take it to heart and consider today and as we so often talk about, go through this day watching ourselves, watching what's going on inside of us, watching what rises up within us and asking ourselves, is this, is this the way? Is this how it's done? Is this how Jesus handles these kinds of situations? How do I be the servant in this situation? Especially in this season of Lent, a season to repent, a season to reflect and examine on the weightiness of our lives, both for righteousness and for everything less than righteousness, a time for us to consider. And so Jesus, we invite you into that. We have the model that you gave us of your life and we read of it and we learn about it. And sometimes we've heard it so many times that we think we understand it. And then we come back again and realize there's so much more to learn. There's so much more to be transformed within us. You have taken the penalty of sin away from us forever and ever and have made a way for us to live as we were intended, as we were created in this world with a posture of heart that looks out at 
your children all over the earth. And then so often we just adopt the customs of our culture and throw a label of godliness on it when it's not what you were showing us and not what you were teaching. And so maybe we need some time for reflection and we invite your Holy Spirit to lead us into all truth. And we pray this in your name. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is certainly home base and it is where you find out what's going on around here. The Daily Audio Bible app will do that for you as well. And you can search for that wherever uh, the app store is connected to whatever app store is connected to your device. You should be able to find that. So check it out. Check out the resources that are available in the Daily Audio Bible shop. They are there for the journey that we are on. Like our new snapback hats and beanies and all kinds of different resources in there. And so check that out. If you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, if the mission to bring the spoken word of God read fresh every day and given freely to anybody who will listen to it anywhere on this planet, any time of day or night, and build community around the rhythm of showing up every day so that we know we're not on a solitary endeavor. We're in this together. If that is life-giving to you, then thank you humbly for your partnership. There is a link on the homepage, dailyaudiobible.com. If you're using the app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. Or the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the hotline button in the app. That's the little red button up at the top. Or you can dial 877-942-4253. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you, and I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Hi, Daily Audio Bible. This is Cynthia from Virginia. I'm calling to pray for all of the community that went down to Israel, Lord. I'm praying that and thanking you that they all got back safe and sound. And I also pray that you will help them, Father God, with their jet lag. Help them to get over that as quick as possible, Father God, Lord. And let them spread the experience that they have to their family members, Father God. I also come to you, Lord, praying for each and every member of this community, Father God. You know each and every one of us, Father God. You know what we're going through. Even those that don't call in their prayers, Father God, Lord, we ask that you Heal, Father God. Let your healing powers go through. Heal cancer, Father God. Heal all Ill, um, things that are going on in our life. Heal our bodies, Father God. Heal the addictions. Heal marriages, Father God. Heal our children, Father God. Heal anything that is need healing. You know what it is, Father God. I just thank you in advance and I just say hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you. I also ask you all to please pray for my eyes, Father God. I'm trusting that God will heal these eyes, Lord. I have no vision, but I want to... 
a total vision back, and I know that God can do it. And I'm just praying and thanking Him in advance and trusting Him. And I just hope that we all will put all our trust in Him, because He is able. And I thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name I pray, amen. Good morning, Dabbers. This is Morning Star from Canada calling, uh, except calling in from Mexico. We're actually on a little vacation here, enjoying the sun and warm weather. Um, but I wanted to call in today. Um, I was struck especially, not only by the readings this morning, which I always enjoy, but by Brian's commentary and introduction to the season of Lent. This is Ash Wednesday. And although I was, you know, as a follower of Christ all my life, Growing up in the church, I was very much aware of Easter and Good Friday, but perhaps not as aware of the season of Lent and what those days prior to Easter really mean for me personally as a follower of Christ. And so when Brian talked this morning about this being a season of repentance, um, that really struck me. Holy Spirit really touched me with those words and challenged me. Often when I think of repentance, you know, we maybe think of, of the big things, uh, the big sins, and sort of give ourselves an excuse, a way out. But this morning as Brian spoke, um, I was really touched by those words and recognized that perhaps this is a challenge to me uh, about entering a season of repentance. Uh, repentance from perhaps things like attitudes or opinions or just laziness or maybe it's just a complacency uh, that is so easily comes to each of us and so I pray that for each of us that we will enter this season of repentance and ask uh, the Lord to really clean our hearts bless you all Good morning, Dab family. I am calling in response to a prayer request that I heard was as I was listening on the 22nd of February. It was a lady, it was at the end of prayer. Um, she called in saying that um, she was in the last few weeks of her pregnancy and that she had gestational diabetes and that um, her blood pressure was starting to rise and she was kind of afraid that induction was going to happen and that she got overwhelmed because there was so much left to do. And I know how it feels, sweet mama, that I've had three kids of my own and I never felt ready for any of them. But just know that whatever's going to happen, it's going to be okay. And I know that's cliche to say, but let the Lord really, really guide you. Listen to his voice as you wait for your little one to arrive. Let him just be your comfort and your strength and your peace. Um, even though it feels like, you know, everything around you is kind of chaotic and all these decisions that you may or may not have to make. Um, I pray that you will just listen to his voice so clearly and that he will speak straight to you in your heart and that your delivery will be smoothly in the name of Jesus, no complications, no issues. And we speak to blood pressure that it has to go down in the name of Jesus, um, that it's not going to affect your delivery and the rest of your pregnancy. And that when baby is out, that there will be no more diabetes and your, your health will go straight back to normal because the Lord didn't go to the cross and die for our 
all that for nothing. So Lord, I just thank you right now that it is done, that we are gonna hear an amazing report that she had her baby and everything went well, and that you were right there in the delivery room with her. And I pray that you will just bring people to surround her as she's delivering and calm her nerves, Lord, in these last few weeks that you'll just bring people just to surround her. And we just thank you for doing it in Jesus' name. Hi, this is Sarah calling from Colorado. I'd like to pray for the young woman who called at the very end of the February 22nd podcast. She has gestational diabetes. She's she's pregnant and she's nearing the end of her pregnancy. She's got the gestational diabetes. She's got an increasing, increase in her blood pressure and the doctor wants to induce her. And she is... She just is not ready for ready for the baby yet. She has things left left to do, things that she needs to get, I believe. Lord, I'm just asking that. I'm just asking for my brothers and sisters and on the DAB to pray with me for her. Just to pray that she would seek out the help of her church, to ask for things that she needs so that the body of Christ can stand alongside her and provide her needs, Lord. You are the great provider, Lord, and you work through your people. And Lord, we just ask that you make the end of this pregnancy joyful and that and that everything will she will be safe and her baby will be safe, but that she gets all the things she needs by way of the body of Christ. Lord, let this woman be just enjoy her the last days of her pregnancy and the and welcoming her new baby into this world, Lord, and that she can know that you have you have stood by long her, you have stood with her, you have provided for her, and and that all will be very well. And I pray this in the precious name of Jesus. She didn't leave her name. She didn't say where she was. How I wish she knew she was. I wish she was around the corner for me. I would just help her with so many things, Lord. Let let the body of Christ do this for her. I pray this in Jesus' precious name. Love you, DAB family. Bye bye. Hi, DAB family. Thank you for everyone who is praying for marriages and for families. I want to. Do the same today, but also want to ask for some prayer for my marriage and my family. Um, last time I called, I identified as Joseph in the pit. Um, when Joseph was cast in the pit by his brothers, Genesis. Although God has been gracious and done amazing things since my last call, I still feel that I'm in prison and still a long way away from reaching what God wants to achieve. Um, in my life just as I believe is doing in all of yours please pray for my marriage I have reluctantly come to the conclusion that I've been suffering from mild form of abuse and sometimes not so mild forms over the past uh, 25 years uh, just because of um, a wife who technically can be described as a, as a narcissist um, due to a trauma and pain from her childhood tries to control things and every aspect of my and her life as a way of feeling um, secure rather than looking towards the Lord. I pray and I ask for you to pray that the Lord will intervene in her life and show her that he is in control. So please pray with me. Um, there's a deadline on uh, the 1st of April for an unrealistic um, expectation of what I need to uh, need to do um, and if it's not met um, uh, it will lead to separation so I pray for everyone who are going through difficult times in their marriage I pray for the families within the DAB community I praise you Lord that you're in control and I thank you for all the prayer support that we can give one another in Jesus name